welcome everybody you're here in the lion's den this is your buddy steve the republican goodfellow joined by my partner in crime hey it's brother paul brother paul how are you doing today excellently you know we got a lot to get to today there's a lot going on uh, Paul, why don't you start us with some national stuff? What's going on national? You know, Steve, the, the headlines are re really being grabbed right now by a few different things. You ever heard of DGB? No. What's that? It's the Dif Disinformation Governance Board. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I heard that they already have a page up, actually. These these sorry beeps. Just want to, they, they just want to soil everything in society. I, I saw today. some information on that, that it was just a coincidence that a week ago before they announced this, that Obozo was in the White House and he used the same terminology. So I wonder where that came from. What a coinky dink. Yep. That's what it is. All right. Just yep. a coinky dink. I, you know. Can they get any more entrenched? I feel like we're in Nazi Germany uh, during just before the World War. <laughs> See, it's, it's not going to stick, though, Steve. That's the good news. Right? Something like that? 34, 36? Yeah, we're talking about 75 years ago. Unbelievable. That, that's what this feels like. Yeah. Now they want to, they're going to tell you what's truth and not. Uh, I think we can figure that out for ourselves. We don't need your help. I hope when Trump gets any immediately closes it down and look at it this way i mean when you, when you have a federal government that has so much money to throw around that they need one of these a disinformation governance board they've got too much money all it's a matter of is defund the dgb that's it now paul i also know on a national level we have something very big to talk about there was some great something was leaked out which i'm not happy about it being leaked out but the fact that they were working on it does make me happy. Uh, this whole thing with Roe versus Wade at the Supreme Court level. So give me your take on that. Here's what it sounds like, Steve. Think about it like this. Okay, we just set a precedent milestone never reached before in American history where a leak came out of the Supreme Court. Point blank. Totally unacceptable. And we're not, totally. And when you say leak, it wasn't one page. This thing was like a booklet. I saw it on the news and I was like, yeah, that wasn't an accidental leak or anything like that. That was on purpose. Some liberal liptard decided that he should circumvent the uh, Supreme Court process. Uh, probably once they find out who it is, he will never practice law again in his lifetime. Yeah, he or she is going to have their their license barred. Yeah. But I mean, I'm happy about it. I mean, let's, let's be honest. What they're doing is they're passing it on to the states and that's the way the constitution and the founding fathers set everything up to be is that you have a choice. If you don't like what's going on in your state, you can go to another state. That's the way the founding fathers meant it to be because they felt there was too much variety and too much different difference of opinion in the country to try and, you know, put rule of law from the federal government onto all these states. So that them taking it to the state seems like a, a smart, logical process. And they also mentioned, if, if I'm not mistaken, about how far of an overreach and uh, 
bad call on the uh, Supreme Court at that time that passed Roe versus Wade, you know, I think, you know, it's about time. I mean, technology has come where, you know, you can't tell me from a sonogram that that baby isn't alive. Uh, I think it should be at birth, but, you know, at conception, I should say, that it's recognized as a baby. It's murder. It's murder, folks. And I'm going to tell all you knuckleheads out there that are going to be screaming that it's a woman's choice. It's a woman's choice. It's your choice not to go to bed. That's what your choice is. If you don't want to have a baby, don't go to bed. It's not a um, form of birth control. So that's to put it simply, folks. And if we don't stand up for the unborn, Steve, who's going to? Exactly. And I think this is long overdue. I'm sad that they didn't get to bring it out the way they wanted to bring it out. I heard it was going to be like uh, June or July that they were going to release this another six weeks or so. So the fact that some person thought they should uh, try to influence how the outcome, I think all the, all the judges at the Supreme Court are going to dig their heels in. I don't think it's going to change them. I don't care how much people protest and riot or whatever they're going to do about this. It, this is just a political move, a political move to try to motivate their base because, of course, Democrats have nothing to run on because all they want to do, they have the wrong idea on everything. Let's put it that way. And it's this is how important it is, too, Steve. Here's here's the mechanics of it. Here's how it here's how it flushes down. OK, you had you had the staff of the justices and the justices are the only ones privy to that draft decision. Mm-hmm. Okay. The the leak was a leak of a draft decision. In other words, it hadn't been finalized. It, right. It, it it hadn't been handed down. And so you can pretty well narrow the field when you only have staff and justices involved in that that circle of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what if it was one of the justices? What happens then? Well, serious consequences only because you can't trust a justice on the bench that would do that, first of all, from doing something like that again and again and repeatedly. I, I'm not even sure. Can, can they impeach a justice? I know that the it's public just, it's a hue... lifetime appointment. The public hue and cry and demand for that person to leave the bench would be undeniable. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. if anything, one of the staff is going to drop on the sword, so to speak. Now, the real controversy swirls around, is the Federal Bureau of Investigation going to do anything about it? Well, I know they're investi- supposedly investigating it, but under that, Christopher Ray, anything comes out of it yeah. is a whole nother story. And it could be years before that happens. It's highly speculative. They'll even move off center. Okay. What else you got, Paul? Anything else going on? On the national scene, we have a food shortage alert on the horizon, Steve. A food shortage? What's going on? Well, I mean, there's the truck drivers or. Well, it's a it's a combination of things. A lot of it is supply chain. Sadly, we're talking about the inability to grow food because of a, a downturn in the production of fertilizer. A B, there's been a lot of innuendo and a lot of speculation that the the factories that produce meat and produce food have been damaged due to vandalism or sabotage or all of the above. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we don't, we have not been able to triangulate that yet. 
So we're working on doing that, whether or not there's any truth to those, those innuendo. However, the, the supply chain threat and the fact that the fertilizer production is down is probably a bad combination anyway you look at it just mm-hmm. to start with. Yeah, I heard that uh, in the Midwest, they're actually going to be paying more than us on the coast. Um, they don't have as much resources that they can get in the Midwest. So it's something to be concerned about. Folks, do yourself a favor. Grow some food and start a garden. Grow, grow some food. You know, look into the, the that those food things that uh, you see out there where the food will last for 25 years just for emergency purposes, if nothing else. Uh, you can be like me, have some chickens that, you know, you'll have a constant source of protein once they start laying eggs. You don't have to have a lot. You know, four or five chickens would be enough to give you you know, three or four or five eggs every day. And, you know, you could get by on that if you, if you had to, at least it gives you something to trade too. What this scenario does is it forces the average individual to become responsible for their own food production. Absolutely. Okay. A lot of people don't even know where food comes from in the first place. Well, they're about to find out. Oh yeah. The hard way. The hard way. Thank you, Biden. That was all because of him. Remember Trump didn't do that. Biden did that. All right. So, well, Paul, why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we'll get into some uh, local stuff that's going on. And um, uh, now hear a word from uh, people that we support. All right, folks, welcome back to the Lion's Den. And this is a Announcement reminder for a new book that has just come out on Amazon.com. It's called Seed Plantings, and the author is Judith Armento. Paul's the... mama. Yay! Yeah. Mama. She's a great lady. Well, thank you. The book, Steve, is really a, an overview of what God does in the lives of Christians in America. And it really hits close to home. It's a very heartfelt human interest story kind of a book that will enlighten people. It will educate people. And we believe very directly bring people closer to God himself. That's awesome, Paul. And just tell them quick, how old's your mom? My mom is an octogenarian. (laughs) Yeah. Let's put it this way. She's up there. She's up there. And for her to do this, I think it's amazing. And I've sat down with her and heard some of her stories and it just blow me blow your way. And they're all true. And they're all true. So uh, check out her book on Amazon.com. Seed Plantings by Judith Armento. Seed Planting by Judith Armento. Okay, folks, we'll be right back. (laughs) Okay, folks, we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Lion's Den. Hey, Paul, before we get started, let's give a big shout out and a thank you to all our listeners. Yes, thank you to all our listeners for your dedication. And we, we're seriously in gratitude to you for listening and for keeping up with what's going on on Lion's yeah. Den. Now, you can reach uh, out to us. Uh, at, we, we're involved with Act Right of North Carolina here. So go to actrightofnc.org uh, if you want to see more about our organization that we have here in uh, Northeast in uh, North Carolina. And if you want to email us, you can re- email us at Republican Goodfellow 
at gmail.com, Republican Goodfella, G-O-O-D-F-E-L-L-A, at gmail.com. And if you don't have a pen, don't worry about it. It's in the uh, description of our each episode. You can find the information. So we just wanted to put that out there. So, Paul, uh, let's talk about some local stuff. What's going on locally? Well, I just wanted to mention, too, for our listeners, Steve, that they can also telegraph our link for Lion's Den to their friends anywhere in America. Yeah, we're on three different things, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and one other, but I always forget what one that is. But uh, I'm going to have to write it down next time. Yeah, and there's there's also another contact for us. You can you can get a hold of us on the website actrightofnc.org. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, Paul, don't you also have a getter? Oh yeah, if you're if you're on getter, you can go to at eagles underscore loft. That's eagles underscore loft on getter. Okay. Check out that page. And you know, I'll, I'll put all my contact stuff on. I got way too much to try and fit on there usually if you look up the republican good fella you can find me almost on every level of everything friends don't let friends facebook yeah well <laughs> unfortunately i have a i have to say it's my means of keeping uh communicating with people sometimes and on uh, facebook i have the uh republican good fella page the republican good fella uh you can find on there i got all my videos on there and tell you all the nonsense going on here locally in Onslow County with the crazy rhinos running our party. Speaking of Onslow County, we just came off of a kind of a a little bit of rest and relaxation weekend with a, a conservative picnic event. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Rob's picnic, right? Our it was convention of states guy, our legislative guy, Rob Johnson. He was he was gracious enough to once again open up his homestead to guests for the weekend. And I would say it was a hit. Everybody had a great time. We always do. I think this is the fourth one he's had in two years. He does it biannually. So. Yeah, I think he's, he's, and he'll do another one in the fall, usually. September 24th. September 24th. So stay tuned. We'll have more information on that, I'm sure. Yep. So, Paul, now tomorrow night is something going on real special. Tomorrow night, I can't wait to talk about this, Steve, because... That'll be... We'll talk about this in our next podcast. Yeah. Tell them them what we're we're, we're talking about. Well, for a a long time, Steve, it's known that I've been a huge Dinesh D'Souza fan because of what he does for conservatism, okay? Okay? And and it doesn't hurt the fact that he's a really good movie producer. Mm -hmm. So he's going to be... What's the movie? He's going to be premiering his new release documentary called 2000 Mules. And what's it about? donkeys 2000 mules is not about donkeys although is it, it kind is it of a, is is it about democrat jackasses <laughs> more more than likely to the point yes ah i see i see now i know what it's about yeah it i suggest everyone go and watch it um if you go to his tell him how to get it. it's the website mules.com. Yeah, and you can go on there, find the theater that's close to you. I believe it's playing on the 4th and the 7th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there were two dates, and it's a limited viewer only. Limited view only. You can't just go to the movies and watch it. You have to go online and buy tickets specially for it. Yeah, the tickets are 20 bucks each, but it's I think it's well worth it for something that puts the truth out there. So we're going to be doing it here. Our, our uh, Act, for, Act Right of NC group is going to be... Uh, going to the movie theater here in Jacksonville uh, on the 4th, tomorrow night, Wednesday, at uh, 
7 o'clock? 7 p.m. 7 o'clock yep. is when the movie starts. We'll be there like probably 6, 36. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Paul, also, there's something coming up, I believe, on Thursday. Is Thursday it? is the National Day of Prayer. National Day of Prayer. And who, what great American is coming down this way to do the National Day of Prayer? Do, do we got somebody really conservatives, really, some real good Republican coming? In the view of many individuals in District 3, Steve, it's falling flat where that's concerned. <laughs> Let me guess. Let me guess that rhino Greg Biden Murphy. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Why would they invite him? The guy, it's only a political thing for him. He, he would not come if it was not an election time. Steve, I'm just going to say... He better be coming so he can apologize to the people of District 3. He he needs to because he called us a cancer. And I think that's disgusting. Anybody that doesn't agree with him in a recent uh, place where he was speaking, he said that the people that don't agree with him are a cancer in our district. Congressman, Dr. Murphy, if you have a preview of Thursday evening's event and you're listening to this, you need to show up and redeem yourself by offering a sincere apology to the citizens of District 3. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like having the Antichrist show up. <laughs> Seriously. But, Paul, now I heard that there's some really good patriots that might show up prior to this and demonstrate on the street. Well, you know, Steve, it's still our privilege to show up and exercise our freedoms to demonstrate and telegraph our sentiments mm -hmm. in public. So if someone's interested, what do they need to do? They need to arrive at about 5.15, 5.30 in the afternoon at the location. That's going to be the soccer complex in Swansboro on Hammocks Beach Road. All right. And bring your sign. Bring your sign. Bring your sign, whatever message that you, and you know, let's keep it, let's keep it delicate, folks. It we don't is want a to prayer go, thing, so let's not We don't want to go too over the top, so but, use your discretion. Yeah, you could call him a rhino. Yeah, you could call him a Use your discretion, but, you know, put together your, the sign of your choice to display. Just remember, he thinks of all of us as cancer. Can you imagine a, a sitting congressman would use that kind of terminology? Can you say freaktard? Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So uh, what else we got going on? Let's see. Oh, I wanted to talk about uh, from CPAC. They just put out a movie too, uh, a documentary. It's called Culture Killers, The Woke Wars, uh, Match Slap and CPAC put it out. It's for free on their website. If you go to the CPAC website, you can watch it. It's about 45 minutes long. It's really engaging. Uh, it's it's. Pretty much an eye-opener, much like D'Souza's uh, movie, but it, really interesting. And I think you should not only watch it, I think you should share it. There was an interview this morning, Steve, live on air with Catherine Engelbrecht from True the Vote. Mm -hmm. What an interesting lady. That lady is like super patriot status, in my view, uh -huh. because of the work that she's done and what she's contributed to. Uh, all the information is spilling out, folks, and it's not good for the opposition party in in any way, shape, manner, or form. Let's just put it that way. Well, let's let's put it this way, Paul. 
we are no longer accepting things that we cannot change. It is now time to change the things we cannot accept. That's the way I'm looking at it. We have to stand up for what is right, for our values. And, you know, he, you know, Paul, I've talked on the air about what, what we've been up against here with the rhinos that are running our party. And I kind of look at it now and I say, you know what? They try to make us always feel bad. But I recently had an experience, which I'll talk about when we come back from the break. But I found out it's all over. These rhinos are having everywhere across the country. Everywhere. The true conservative Republicans that are in the party are not having it. We do not want these entrenched, immoral, unprincipled, dysfunctional, dug in rhino Republicans anymore and steve and we're I, gonna kick them out there's there's All plenty of, of good news to talk about too because if you're if you're an american citizen and you're fed up with the way you've been treated because we all deserve better. Mm-hmm. There is not one conservative and there's not one patriot who is sitting on their ass right now anywhere in America. Everybody's waking up, everybody's getting off the couch, and everybody's getting activated. That's true. And we'll talk more about that when we come back from our break. Thank you for listening to the Lions, the Lions with Den. Steve and Paul. Hey, folks, this is Steve, the Republican Goodfellow. I want to talk to you today about a group that was recently started by one of our members. It's FOA of Onslow County. FOA stands for Families of Addicts. They have uh, a weekly meeting Thursday evenings from 6 to 730 uh, at the RHA Hilltop in Jacksonville. That's 1300 Gum Branch Road, Suite A. Uh, again, from 6 to 7.30. If you have a chance, please come out. Uh, Angie Todd, uh, one of our members and someone who is running for school board, who I suggest you definitely vote for, uh, has started it. And it's doing a lot of good. And I think the families out there would really get a lot out of it by being involved with it. So, again, reach out every Thursday evening from 6 to 7.30. Uh, at the RHA Hilltop in Jacksonville, the 1300 Gun Branch Road, Suite A, for the Families of Addicts, FOA, of Onslow County. Hey, everybody, it's Steve and Paul. Back in the Lions' Back in the Lions' Den. Paul, today I wanted to talk about something before I get into where I was and what I did. Uh, Recently, here in Onslow County, a teacher was arrested for videotaping children without their knowledge. Now, after someone I know that went and looked into the charges against the guy, I believe there's 19 counts against this gentleman. Now, those of you who don't know the details, this is what I heard. Now, again, this is what I heard. I haven't read it myself, but the source seems reliable. So uh, if I'm incorrect in any way, feel free to co- come back and correct me. But supposedly this gentleman was letting the kids use a uh, drama room that wasn't in use to change in. And he had a secret camera in there, uh, supposedly. You know, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. And 
supposedly he was using it later on to um, pleasure himself to. And after looking at his past history, it was told to me that he has somewhere near 30 charges or has been in trouble at least 30 times for various things uh, since he was hired in 2007. My question is this, Paul. You know, I'm not thrilled with the schools here. I think people should pull their kids out immediately, especially after this. But what is the school board doing? They say that there's no CRT, there's no social-emotional learning, and we find out there is. And now we have to worry about who they're hiring because they're not checking them every couple of years to see if they're getting in any kind of trouble. There's no way this guy could have been in the school system working since 2007 and nobody know about this. Steve, it just goes to show that there's people at different levels of town government who are unaware of what's taking place around them to the extent that they're, they may be complicit, they may not be. And if they're not complicit with it, then they need to come forward and offer a solution immediately, if not sooner. And I would even say if the the principal of that school or the superintendent of schools for this district didn't know about this, they they better look into it, it been as far as they that. can right now so they can they can get this solved because this needs to be solved. I now. think personally, I think the entire school board should step down in shame. I believe the superintendent should resign and the principal of that school as well. I think they all should be held accountable so that we make it clear this is not acceptable. You are there to keep the children safe. Folks, take it from Steve, the Republican Goodfellow, when I tell you, homeschool your kids. Send them to private school. Get three jobs if you need to. Do whatever you need to do. Hiring that, you know, hire somebody. Bring a, a cousin that's not working into your house and let, let have them teach your kids. Do whatever you need to do. Get your kids out of the public school system. It's not needed anymore. It's an old idea that came about when there wasn't any teachers and there weren't any buildings and it wasn't the technology there is today. There is no need for a public school system or if there is, it should be minute. We shouldn't be like here in Onslow County building a new school every year. Here's a here's a constructive suggestion, Steve, for parents who I'm have- sorry, I get passionate. I can't. It's good, but it's a constructive suggestion for parents who have school-aged children. All right. Everyone out there in town, they know somebody who knows somebody that's skilled in the area of education. Someone knows somebody. Mm -hmm. OK. And what people need to begin doing is instead of wasting their tax money on a on a glorified babysitter that I'm talking about, quote unquote, babysitter that supposedly government education educates your kids. It yeah. doesn't. Not to they're, mention that they're brainwashing your kids. They're, they're being abused. This, this You're sending is, your kids off to school to be abused. What what did you call it? You call it perverted, right? The well, it's, it's, it's child abuse is what it is. Right. And now we have their hiring child abusers. See, this is where what we talked about before is absolutely true. The need for public schools or government run education has run its course. Yeah, it's, it's we need done. to it's we over. need to we need look out for our kids ourselves. Right. Exactly. They need competition in school. The money should follow the kid. 
School choice should be school choice. There should be education funds, just like Florida, just like West Virginia, and the money should follow the kid. That's the way it should work. Then you have competition. Then you have people striving to do what's right for the kids. You know who's the only one benefiting from these schools? Teachers. Teachers and unions. And not even really teachers, really more so the unions. There was a couple years ago, Steve, when we went around on this subject mm-hmm. in, a, in a meeting of concerned citizens, and it came to the point where everybody threw up their hands. They didn't know what to do. They couldn't solve it. Mm-hmm. And you know what I said to them? What? I said, you're always going to have these problems until you break the backs of the teachers unions. And they, they came back very quickly and said to me, but Paul, we don't have teachers unions in North Carolina. Guess what? You You might not call it a teacher's union, but you got something on your hands that you've got to break. It's the same thing. They they become part of an association. It's the same thing. thing. All right, Paul. With that bad stuff set aside. Yeah, we're sorry, folks, but we we do have to bring it to your attention. I'm just very passionate about the kids, and I I, I think they deserve so much better, and Mm -hmm. you deserve better, too. You be you deserve to be able to be at work and not worry about what's going into your kid's head. That's exactly right. Or being done to them. So that aside, I want to talk to you about what I did this week. I went up and I spoke at ASAT, a seat at the table in New Jersey. It was a CPAC type event. In fact, Max Slap was there. I got to meet him and talk with him. It was really cool. And it was just an amazing event of conservatives who came together. And let me tell you, they feel just the same way as I do about what's going on with the Republican Party with this influx of rhinos and entrenched Republicans that don't want anything to ever change and feel that they know better than everybody else. And these Democrats that come in and are taking over the party and making it not follow the values that was intended to it, it it's just amazing i actually got to sit with sebastian gorga and his lovely wife uh my daughter ashley cool. uh i also got wow, what was the guy's name i told you that uh chen yeah his uh, gordon chang gordon chang was at my table um i spoke at the event uh there's a video on my website that you can watch uh what i said i spoke for act for america our parent group. And uh, it was an honor, a privilege. And I just met so many amazing people. I met that guy that ran that uh, gym that stood up for, you know, them not closing them down. They took the door off their gym. Yeah. Yeah. They removed the door. It had gotten even worse than that. Yeah. And (laughs) then I met the guy that ran for state Senate, uh, Durr, his name is. He, he was the truck driver that won without hardly any money. That The other guy spent tons of money and he beat him. So that was inspirational. And Steve, I saw the videotape. You're to be commended because you really you really hit all the fine points. And the, the presentation went well. And from my view, I can honestly say as I'm sitting here, Steve, I'm looking at the state of New Jersey actually turning red again. Yeah. There's a good chance. Yeah. There's some really people people motivated there to change it. And they're going to change it in spite of their their local GOP, which is what we got to do. Keep it here. We got to keep it right here because if we left it up to our local GOP, we would be purple. Go Patriots. Yeah, we, we have to. And let me tell you, Act, Act for America, our parent group, 
they believe in the power of one. That's what I spoke about mostly was the power of one that every person could take five or 10 minutes. If you go to actforamerica.org and you sign up, you'll get emails every day or every other day and there'll be something on it for you to do. There'll be like 10 choices of action. You can pick whatever you're passionate about and take action on it immediately. It's the only national group that really gives you something to do, not just say it. And with that, you'll be able to uh, influence what's going on because every, at every office in Congress, a Senate or house, every time they get a contact, a phone call, email, they count that as a thousand constituents. So think about it this way. And this is what I explained at, at the event I was at. If those 500 people in that room each took four actions, that means each of them are representing 4,000 people. And if all those 500 people took action, multiply it by 500. Now, if you, every one of those 500 people told five or 10 people, think of how much influence that would have over the people. Would. You're getting into the millions there. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I figured out to be like something like over 5 million, maybe mm -hmm. more than that. Right. So we at Act for America believed in the power of the people. They're also starting this new thing called Act with Faith and where they want people to start small chapters of Act for America in their churches. And even CPAC is getting on board. CPAC is doing their biblical citizenship program that they have that they're implementing into uh churches if you're interested in any of this please feel free to email me republicangoodfellow at gmail.com i'd be more than glad to share the information with you tell you who to talk to that's what i do that's what our group does here uh act right of north carolina uh act right of nc.org you can go to, that's our local website and it was just an amazing event amazing people patriotic beyond belief and let me tell you i must have heard the word rhino about 40 50 times it seems like everybody up there is just upset at the way these people are perverting our party move trying to move it away from its values and these people along with myself and you we're not going to let that happen well let's give them a warning too steve because if you're out there and you're a rhino you know who you are yeah the we're patriots coming are coming for you Oh, yeah. We're, You're an endangered species. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to vote you out. We're going to open people's eyes to who you are. And that goes for the people here in Anzo that are really perverting the party beyond belief. I mean, if, if I resign while you have the it, chance, we don't have enough time for me to describe it totally. Yeah. But I wanted to let you know I did that. I got some national recognition, which was cool. I actually had somebody. This was really cool. I know we're a little bit over, but. Uh, I was in the restaurant with my daughter the day before, the night before, and I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, some lady walks up, and she gave me this weird look, and I was like, I was a little puzzled what was going on. She comes up, are you Steve Reed? I'm like, yeah. Oh, I just read your bio. The Republican Goodfellow, right? And I'm like, yeah. And it was such a kick <laughs> for <funny>. me <laughs> to feel like a celebrity for a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, and it felt good. Like, after I spoke, I had a couple people come up and want to start chapters themselves and uh give out give them my information told them i'd help them personally help them with it it was just a great event and i believe they're going to have one again next year so stay tuned and i'll give you information on that and i suggest anybody that's uh from new jersey that would want to go to it it was a great event well worth it 
And we're doing this because we love the people. And when society pulls together, we all win. Mm -hmm. And that's all we're looking to do. No more division, no more strife, no more muddy in the waters like these, these rhinos have done. And we, I know we pick on the rhinos a lot because they're an easy target. However, there's too much of this going around. Mm -hmm. There just really I mean, is. If you don't like the word rhino, just you can use the word I call them, counterfeit Republicans. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Again, I'm going to read this quote again because I just love it. We are no longer accepting things we cannot change. It is now time to change the things we cannot accept. And I think those are words to live by. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in to another episode of The Lion's Den with your brother, uh, Steve the Republican Goodfellow, and his cohort. Brother Paul. Brother Paul. So well, thank you. Thank you again for listening. Uh, again, read the description of our episode. It'll have information in there if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and we hope you have a blessed day. Wow.